The only thing that was left was the mattress. The actual like structure of the Papa's on chair was demolished on the freeway. Welcome to the second best show. My name is Bobby Downey, and I'm with my second best co-hosts, Oriviv. Hello. And Sam Cohen. Hello. Fold up that Murphy bed, because it's time to talk the second best two-in-one product. We rise from the slumber. It's Wednesday, y'all. Yes, I've uh, emerged from my coffin. I floated up. Onto my feet, ready to <laughs> begin recording. I just have a boom mic on my, you know, the lid of my coffin as I emerge. Mm-hmm. Arise. When you emerge, do you like, do you feed? Are you like, I, I need, yeah, I need to feed before I can podcast? Yeah, I have to hunt fresh coffee. <laughs> yeah. What's the worst food to eat before you podcast? Warm salad. <laughs> Speaking of hot salads, I used to work for a uh, <laughs> Megacorp. And they had a cafeteria, and for some reason, whoever the chef was, was in love with the idea of hot salads. And <laughs> That's the grossest thing I've ever heard in my it life. It was literally just like, oh, what do we want to do? I don't know. Just some shit on a bed of spinach. It'd be like, here's, I don't know, ground beef and whatever, all this stuff. And they just, let just throw that on top of lettuce. Oh, you want some polenta or whatever? This like, oh, yeah, throw it on lettuce. Mm-hmm. And hot salads, I don't know. I'm... Depending on the construction of it. It's lunchtime. You head to the cafeteria and you've got like your pasta station, your cold salad station and your hot salad station. And then like your ice cream machine and your popcorn machine and everything. Well, you can make any salad into a hot salad. So at the end of the hot salad, <laughs> the hot salad station is just a microwave next to the cold salad mm-hmm. station, right? Yeah. Let me ask you this on the microwave. Is there a fucking button that says hot salad? Yeah, I hit the salad button and walk away. Six minutes later. Mm-mm. Perfect salad. Yeah. Mwah. Should we ditch the topic today and just talk about hot salads? I think so. I, I don't know why for some of the last minute in my brain, um, I for some reason I just keep going, hot salad! <laughs> Chicken C! Uh, now it's in my head and I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to be singing that for the next three days. Hot salad. <laughs> hot salad feels like a, a a terrible two-in-one product you're trying to serve someone a hot piping meal but also mm-hmm. a salad when they should probably be two separate things just pick one pick, pick one. one pick a salad or pick a hot hot dish don't try and combine them bobby you get the bronze medal for third <laughs> best segue yeah baby for today's topic which is Second best two-in-one product. Love it. So that's like a like a turducken would be like a three-in-one. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, corkscrew slash bottle opener. Okay. By the way, not my lockout. Turducken <laughs> is not my lockout. But yeah, uh, yeah, like uh, stuffing a turkey. Right. Got the stuffing in there. Cook oh. bird. Pop it out. There you go. You that's know. true. That's you got to yep. Is Thanksgiving the only Thanksgiving might be the only holiday that has a two in one meal? Mm-hmm. I wonder if putting one food in another food is a more of a Western or a, I'll say it more of an American thing. Hmm. Now, there's I think it's also very much a French thing because a lot of their style cooking is like, let's take a piece of meat and let's uh, shove a stick of butter and herbs in it. <laughs> see, see, here's the American version of a, of a sandwich two in one. Okay, Um, you take like a turkey sandwich and you literally make a Reuben sandwich around it. So you've got the piece like pieces of bread with the turkey (laughs) in it and everything outside outside of the pieces of bread are your uh, like the Reuben and, you know, all the stuff that goes in the Reuben sandwich and then another pair of of breads around that. Have you ever seen the uh, like like a club sandwiches like that? You ever ordered like the club somewhere? And it's like eight, eight yes, tiny yes. sandwiches and you don't know where yes. the sandwich begins. You're like, how many breads should I have? 
And they're all fucking like skewered together on a sandwich skewer. And I'm like, how does this like, and I don't come out ahead. Yeah. No, I, no. And the, the foolish move is to try and actually eat it like a sandwich. The pro move is you just take a fork and you just go at it. Like it's a Cobb salad. Well, first of all, you're wrong. Yeah. I was going to say, you're you try and path. eat that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get out. Really? So you're taking like the, the, the quadrupled, the the four layer sandwich, turkey, cheese, lettuce, bacon, mayo, mustard, and everything. Four slices of bread, and you're just like trying to fit it in your mouth like a shark unhinging its jaw. Bobby, what do you think? I have my answer. So yes, but mine's somewhere in the. <laughs> like, I take off the the section of the club. I take off the section of the club that I that can actually fit in my goddamn <laughs> mouth. And food should be made to fit in your mouth. And and I have uh, Umbridge card when you make food too big to fit in your goddamn mouth. Maybe yeah, I'll no. give an exception to a Reuben sandwich because it's incredible, and I don't care. But when you take you take a little bit of the club that you want the, the the club section and then whatever is like falls off or is left over it makes another additional teeny sandwich. I feel like that's the move. Yes, it's you eat a club sandwich in sandwich form because God damn it you've ordered it so you know what you're getting yourself into. Fucking pull out your silverware to eat a sandwich. Yeah, when there when that sandwich has like six slices of bread. That's only acceptable in an open face sandwich. <laughs> the, the rules are off. Like the, the, there's no rules. No rules. We live in it. We live in a society. You're going to end up on TikTok and be like, look how this guy's eating this sandwich with a knife and fork. Topic today, second best two in one product. Uh, we got three rounds, like always. Um, what is the theme for our first round? Theme for the first round is biggest. Aha. Uh, so, so we're talking uh, biggest revelation, biggest eureka moment. Uh, can't believe we didn't have this before, right? Is that what we're thinking? Yep. Like snap, punch your finger up, light bulb in a bubble above your head, like light bulb goes off. Like uh, I am about to change humanity for the better or for worse. Hmm. All right. Shall we dip into the first round? What, ooh, what is our first matchup? First matchup, the mule. That's right. <laughs> Can you guys tell me uh, what can you tell me the two animals that are kit bashed to make a mule? It is a combination of a donkey. And a uh, and a horse. You hesitated there for a second. Sorry, because <laughs> you, I'll tell you why it's you know, when you're put on the spot and you're like, I know this all of a sudden you're like, wait, do I know this? <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, it's a combination of a donkey and a horse. And fun fact, mules cannot reproduce. Yes. Uh, also, I think they should be called they should be called hunkies. It's <laughs> so cute. But it's compared before you get to, before you put the mule before the cart or the cart before the mule. It is mule versus the futon. Where to begin? Um, second best observation. Do you know what we actually have uh, a, a pattern that we've fallen into on the second best show? What's that? We name the 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 face off and we always start with the second one. Ooh, we do like clockwork. We yes. do it every time. Yes, you're absolutely right. Yep. Should we switch it up and start with mule? Yeah, let's go top to bottom. So biggest aha, best two and second best two in one product. You're going to trip me up. We're going to like change up the format. And now I'm going to be like walking with like my shoelaces tied together. I'm going to trip all over myself. Yeah. I was going to be like, we're going to switch to the metric system here. Like, Yeah. It's going to be crazy, Sam. You're going to walk on your hands. I, yeah. All right. So we got a mule. What I am reeling from just now is a cursory uh, search about the mule and that a mule is an offspring of a male donkey with a female horse, which apparently uh, uh, is different than a hinny which is the offspring of a female donkey and a male horse, which I was like, what in the hell is a hinny? <laughs> this was early times of man. This was, this was as early as 3000 BCE. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they were just smashing things together to see. You're saying they put two animals in, oh, in, um, in the honeymoon suite and just keep trying until something, something happens. 
I think, yeah, that's how in the, yes. Duck and a goose, dog and a cat. Mm-hmm. Mouse yeah, and a rabbit. Like, uh, yeah. You know, the cabot, which is supposed to be half cat, half rabbit, which is a myth. I would raise, I would raise cabots. Me too. So that is the mule. I'm sure they're happy, right? They, they're so cute. They've got to live a happy existence. Yeah. And I want to pet their soft ears. I do want to pet yeah. their soft ears. Yes. Yes. And you know what I want to do? I want to run alongside a mule, like in a field, there's a fence and the mule is on one side and I'm on the other and we're giggling and we're laughing and we're like, Hey, I'll race you mule. And the mule's like, I'm going to win. And I'm like, no, I am. <laughs> Let's pick dandelions mule. Yeah. <laughs> and is your shirt off? And do you trip halfway through and skim your knee? Yeah. But like we're giggling, like it's hilarious. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm I'm here for it. So that that's mule. That's a that's a mule and it's going up again. All right, let's talk about it. let's Well, second best tangent. Uh yeah. there is an offset of the donkey and my aunt actually has two of them. There are miniature donkeys. They make they can somehow breed mini ones. <gasps> and they are adorable. They are useless as far as like, you know, they're not going to farm anything, but they are useful for taking selfies with and hugging and petting oh. and doting on. Uh, yeah. And they are uh, just, they look like they also have the softest ears and I do second best huggable animal. Okay. Uh, but yeah, mule is going up against a futon and in a fight, my money's on mule. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, that's yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a divorcee's best friend. Yeah, divorcees and and eighteen uh, year olds who have their first apartment. Bobby, how would you describe a futon? Yeah, a a bed that is then tacoed into a couch. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it is a. I'm not sure if it's a shittier bed or a shittier couch. I want to say it is a shittier bed. Than it is a couch, functional <laughs> couch, but worse as a bed. Um, so I disagree with you, Bobby. I think it's actually a worse couch, and the reason for that is because at least as a bed, it's flat. When it's a couch, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with my legs. <laughs> it does put your body in like a. Some of them it like puts your body in like a stress position where yeah. like your feet are going numb. Yeah, uh, yeah. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of feel you there. Like I'm, I'm technically reclining, but it doesn't feel like reclining. When I've slept in a futon in its bed position, it's usually been after a heavy night of drinking. Sure. So it's usually where you just crash, right? So whether it's comfortable or not, it doesn't really matter because I'm I'm asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bobby, did you ever have a have a futon? Yeah, I had a futon. In high school, what I found, what I usually ended up doing was most of the time I slept on the couch mode because Mm. I liked that it kind of rolled back into like a little bit of a cocoon. Like it kept you in the taco shape where I felt like Uh, the ground beef uh in a comfort taco. And I would sort of sleep in that little crook and Mm. that would feel nice to lay like that. Plus it was probably that and a mix of I'm too lazy now to get up and convert this thing because, because couch to bed. A okay. Bed to couch ruin your fucking day. Like it is like, I don't know. Mine was shitty, but it was so hard to get that fucking thing back into couch mode. Also. I mean, how many apartments have like, have you moved through like, uh, um, you know, in your life where like for some reason there's something about that mattress that futon mattress we're trying to actually like hold it that thing is like slipping out of your hands it's impossible there's no hot there's no corners there's it's all rounded edges so like it it's like it melts out of your hands like you can't for some reason like it's easier to carry a couch like an actual couch with lumber than it is to carry a futon mattress for some reason you know what we need Futon tongs. Ooh. <laughs> Futongs. Futongs. Oh, <gasps> two in one. I don't know how, but <laughs> we just did it. We did it, guys. <laughs>
Yeah, because when you're moving that mattress, you can't like hold it in taco mode because there's too much. Yes. Like, you know this, and then you can't hold it like long ways because then it's like, yeah, and then you're you're sitting there like pivot and not being able to move <laughs> the motherfucking thing. Yes, exactly. Before we move on, pa- Bobby, I'm still hung up on the fact that d- you refer to yourself as the meat. Yeah, the ground the beef in yeah, yeah, the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Someone, someone's looking for you, and the and you're just kind of lodged in there, and it's like, where are you? And you're like, I'm the meat. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I'm the beef in the taco. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the taco bed. Fuck it, I'm calling it the taco taco bed. bed. One. It is, yeah, 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 yeah. It's no longer food. Bobby beef. So, do you think that there was an aha moment here? Do you think this was this was a big revelation uh, when the first futon came out? Yeah. Uh, maybe less of an aha than a oh oh <laughs> came out of uh, came out of Japan. But yeah. no, I get that small spaces and fish. You know, what I mean, like uh, just like the architecture, yep. their buildings, like apartments and stuff. Like that makes mm-hmm. total sense. Somebody shit their pants when they saw one of these things. I think the mule was a more pants shitting <laughs> moment. I agree. I'm going to give you two hypotheticals here. One, American guy goes overseas. He sees a mattress that's being used as a couch. And then at night, it's a bed. He comes back, tells his family about it. Second hypothetical, guy goes out to a barn and he's like, and he, and he sees sees a mule, comes back into the house and says, you guys are never going to believe this. You remember when uh, the horse and the donkey got busy uh, a couple of months ago? They had a baby and the baby's born and it's a whole new species. I think the mule is the bigger, uh, the bigger aha moment. Yeah, I think the mule, I agree. The mule is a bigger aha moment because that also goes from, yes, you are uh, an adorable companion, but also like possibly our harvest is saved. Um, (laughs) Like the village can eat. We have something to help us. Right. Uh, so I'm not going to answer for you guys. I don't want to speak for you guys, but I feel like we're going mule. I think we all said mule. Mule takes it. Mule takes it. Takes it, baby. Throw the futon with all the other futons to make one futon megazord. Put the futon on Craigslist because the mule takes it. Second matchup. What do we got? Second matchup. Uh, best two-in-one product. We have Sporks versus a bed that's also a wall, or a.k.a. the Murphy bed. Murphy bed. Which one, gentlemen, do you think was the biggest? Aha! Eureka! We we promise this is the, the only... This is the, the last bed-related <laughs> um, item on our list. So Sporks versus the Murphy bed. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to flip the script. I'm going to start with number two. Cause it's chaos around here. Chaos. I've wanted a Murphy bed since I saw it in who framed Roger rabbit because Eddie Valiant has one. Mm-hmm. And I think he hides Roger rabbit behind it at one point and like squishes him in between it. And I was like, that is the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. The bed that collapses uh, or springs back up into the wall. Never seen anything like that as a child. But yeah, in the in the uh, pie chart of awesome things about that film, one of them was Eddie Valiant's uh, Murphy bed. Weren't you always terrified? Like whenever somebody was talking about a Murphy bed or was it whenever it was like whenever you saw it somewhere, the impression that you got was that those Murphy beds were like spring loaded, right? <laughs> and like had so much torque to them. You like will just get squished like a pancake. And no one will ever find the body. Nobody will ever find the body because you will be disintegrated with the sheer force of, of how quickly that, that bed is going to snap back into the wall. Yeah. I definitely hesitate yeah. to like jump up and down on it because you like jump too hard and then wham, like a fly swatter just <laughs> smash you into the goddamn wall. You guys have a new time travel device, a movie device, and it's the Murphy bed. The Murphy. It slams <laughs> you. It slams you so so quick and so hard that you literally travel back through time. So is it like okay, I have to go to sleep, and then as soon as I'm asleep, a portal <laughs> opens up in the wall, and then it just fucking goes and just tosses me into the time portal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Got it. 
I would like, I imagine it's like you come flying out of the time portal, you hit the Murphy bed, it then like collapses down and then you bounce off of it. And then you're like thrown into the dining room table. (laughs) Okay. So what are we talking about? We're talking about Murphy beds and I have a question for you guys. Have you ever seen a Murphy bed in person? I have not. I have never. And it's a bummer. And I, I, I wonder if there's ever a time where they come back in style because the bed that folds up into a wall, I guess it is two in one party and that is a wall or shelving, or maybe there's some storage units in it or something, or it just opens up and then you have all this space for activities. Like, <laughs> uh, I feel like that makes a lot of sense, especially for the, um, you know, uh, nightmarish hellscape that our living situations will likely come into when we're all living in the stacks. We're going to need all the space we can to do yoga Mm-hmm. Um, I think if I did have a Murphy bed though, I would have a really cool way of, uh, folding it down and folding it up. Like I would have like a bust of Abraham Lincoln that you like, you would like pull it back and press <laughs> a red button and the bed would come down, you know? And then like on the wall, there would be a book and it would be, um, like all of the tomes. And then you'd have to pick the right encyclopedia to like pull back. And that would, that would reverse the Murphy bed. <laughs> Murphy bed comes down. Jazz starts. Of course, nowadays it would be terrible. It would it would be something that you like told like Siri to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Siri, time for bed. <laughs> Please, let's go back to analog. I'm with you, Sam. Things should be more like yes. analog and physical. I want like shit like that was in like '60s Batman. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. You know that you would never make that thing into a wall. You'll you would never fold that shit up. Oh no no. Every day, I would every pull day. that shit up because I would never do my bed. I would never make my bed because fuck it, it'll collapse on the wall and I have to see that shit. Out of sight, out of mind, baby. Mm-hmm. That's how I live my life, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you guys want to fold out of the wall? I want like a uh, like maybe like a book. I like the idea of a bookshelf that swings, like it's a doorway or slides oh, yeah. into, you know, secret passageway. Yeah, pocket doors, you know, like pocket bookshelf or pocket, you know? Oh, yeah. Okay. Ori? You know what I would love to fold out of a wall? A fridge. Hmm. Does the whole fridge? No, no, no. no. My fridge is built into the wall. So all I do is just open the door and the fridge doesn't take up that that space. Or like a big freezer slide out thing. Like slide out the freezer. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I can get into that. Uh, So I think uh, to round this out, um, I would want a full ham carving station complete with a warming lamp to fold out of my wall. It's going against uh, sporks. Spoon forks. Fork spoons. This one's a classic. It's a classic. Yeah. This is like elementary school cafeteria. Mm -hmm. uh, Convenience store potato salad. Yeah, you've yeah. just stabbed yourself in the gums with a plastic spork. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to say, it's a bad fork and a bad spoon. Yeah. Wait. Is that because your experience with a spork has always been a plastic spork? And it's just kind of flimsy and breaks and... <laughs> That's funny, because I own a metal one. Bobby, so t- sp- tell us, please. Uh, it's the It's the best thing to grab when... You have nothing left or everything's dirty in the dishwasher or in the sink. And you're like, God damn it. Uh, or I think there's a very narrow use case for the spork and it's not at home. Home is not great. It's also maybe okay if you're cooking and you just need something to stir some shit or fluff rice. Pretty good for fluff and rice. Mm. Uh, and I think it's like camping or somewhere where you don't want to carry a lot of stuff. You're trying to maybe backpack or travel. Yeah, you're trying yeah, to, yeah. Pack light, you know, not carry a bunch of stuff. I think the spork is very relevant, but I agree, Sam, with your assessment. It is a bad fork and a bad spoon. Like all you need is like a serrated side of it to be the knife. And then you're just like (laughs) slicing up the inside of your mouth. A spoon. (laughs) So what is it actually for? Are you eating soup and then cutting a steak next to your soup? I think Bobby's right. I think it's not for what you're doing with it. It's for when you're not using it and it's a, it's a space saver. 
So it's not about I'm going to have a meal in which I will use both fork and spoon. Yeah. It's like I'm it's I might have a meal later that I will just need a spoon for. Yeah. I see in my head, I, I didn't even think about it that way. I just thought of why would I in one meal <laughs> need a spoon? And also need to stab something. I'm going to answer a question. I think at Pea Soup Anderson's, they only have sporks. <laughs> like, that's the only cutlery they have. Plastic sporks? Yep. You walk in and you're and they're like, how many sporks? <laughs> <laughs> There's only one way to find out. We do a live show. Live from Pea Soup Anderson's. <laughs> in Bealton, California. <laughs> yeah. Uh it is a it's I think it it's it's reserved for meals that are not going to be savored. It is something that is just meant to shove food into your maw and you move on and keep running from the bear or the wolf that are hunting you or <laughs> whatever it may be. So which one? Aha moment. Um a spork feels like a very uh utilitarian uh we just guys we we we're we're wasting too much uh space on this um on this cutlery in our bag. We got to, we got to cut down on space. Whereas a bed that goes into a fucking wall, like that's a revelation. Somebody decided they were going to do that. And everybody else in the rest of the room was like, you're crazy for this one, dude. Like, no way. Like you can't put a bed in a wall. And he's like, watch me. And then he did it. And that man died crushed between a bed and a wall. Some say you can still hear him today. (laughs) (laughs) Screaming. There's too much torque. There's too much torque. The springs, the springs, my bones. (laughs) And then they named it after him. The Murphy bed was invented by William Lawrence Murphy in 1900. Fuck yeah, Bill Murphy. My man. While living in a one-room apartment in San Francisco in the late 19th century. He's like, I gotta figure it. I gotta figure this out. What can I do? I could put. Can I put a fridge in a in a wall? No, that's ridiculous. How about my bed? The balls to say I'm gonna take the largest piece of furniture in this room and I'm gonna hide it. It's yeah. flat though. It's flat. I know, but you gotta be a magician. The dude's a magician. Okay. It's Murphy bed. It's gotta be Murphy bed. It collapses into the wall and takes it. <laughs> Good fuck, sporks. Third matchup. Third matchup, second best two-in-one product. It is shampoo slash conditioner versus the washer dryer. Are we feeling sexy yet tonight? (laughs) Biggest, uh uh-huh, shampoo conditioner. What can can we say here on the second best show about shampoo and conditioners that hasn't been said? I think uh, for me as a younger dumber uh cheaper and uh poorer man i probably would have been like oh shampoo conditioner all right fuck it okay axe shampoo conditioner sign me okay whatever man i smell like sports rush blue wave yeah you uh combine that with your axe body spray and your axe cologne and your can we just say as a as a public service to any man that is listening to this, don't use like a single thing for your hair and your body and everything. Like diversify, diversify. These things are for two different purposes. And therefore by combining them into one is something that is counterintuitive. But I I think I would rather have a separate conditioner. And also I think uh, from what I've been told, you shouldn't condition every time. Uh, So shampoo and conditioner, um, I think, Bobby, I think you're right. I think you get the worst of both worlds and not necessarily the best of both worlds. Yeah. If there's any conditioner actually in there, I think I think some of that might be a lie. It's up against the washer-dryer combo. Hate laundry. Laundry is the worst. Yeah, and, and, and we have in our house um, a like European-style washer-dryer combo unit. It is one unit. Bobby, tell us how well it works or it doesn't work. Okay, here's the thing. It, it is it is uh, a great. Uh, there's pro- there may be better ones out there. It is not very big, which is cool. It, it's it, it doesn't take up a lot of space like those other styles that you see, where there's like um, washer on the top, dryer on the bottom, or dryer on the top, washer on the bottom, the stack. So yeah. it's nice that 
there's you get those space savings, but it is not great at either washing or drying. Washing it gets the job done. Drying is where it really fails. Hmm. Uh, drying is not great. So a lot of times, what we're doing is doing a vi- like a very the basic drying cycle and then hanging our shit up to dry still. So lay flat to dry. Got to got to read those tags. Yeah, yeah. So not it's not great. So it it you are tr- you are trading off some quality uh, of of these both of these tasks. What I will say it is great is that you're not having to go back and add the additional step of pulling that shit out, throwing it in another thing, doing more dials, or like oh I got to go move it from the washer to the dryer. Mm-hmm. So it does. That's nice. Uh, so that. It- that's interesting. This, as you're describing it, um, it occurs to me that this is the first thing on our list where the two different functions are completely diametrically opposed to each other. <laughs> it's like first, like get it wet, get everything as wet as possible, and then find, and then after that, the second thing, then <laughs> dry everything out as much as possible. Uh, and this one, what's nice about it is after it's done, it plays a little song. Ours too. Can you program the song that it plays? Uh, our play is like just a, a little ditty. And so we have a house rule that um, if we're near each other and the little song plays, we have to dance to it. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Pandemic's been a long time, you guys. I like that. <laughs> it's Paul. It, it Sometimes got if we're tired, it ends up just being our hands going. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, yeah. Good house rule. Um yeah. Uh, yeah, the dishwasher here will make it. We'll, we'll do a tune when it's done, and it it goes much longer than you than you think it should That's go. The thing, yes, and then like it, you think it's over, and then it keeps going. So, Bobby, like you, we have a house rule, which is when the dishwasher goes off, you it's like um, it's almost like an earthquake, like stop, drop, and roll. You just have to like stop, like you stop what you're doing, and you and you listen. <laughs> you are, it's like a moment of silence. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it's a moment, it's of, a moment of silence. Yeah. Everyone has to just drop what they're doing. Yep. Stand. Put, the their, put their hands over there. Do you take, take your hand off? Take off your hat. Yeah, exactly. Put your hand over your heart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shampoo, conditioner, washer, dryer. On the fence, guys. Take me. Take me somewhere. Uh, I'm going dub D washer, dryer. I think that's a bigger impact or bigger aha. Be like, oh, yeah, we can take all of these things, combine them into one unit and and combine all these functions save money save space save time they're theoretically more efficient on energy and water and some certain specifications or whatever so i think that to me is the is the bigger one i think i'll go with that too shampoo conditioner feels like a scam washer dryer feels like uh you actually have to deliver something (laughs) yeah here's the interesting thing though real quick about about um these things combining these things is that from a are you as a company making more money by selling something that is combined as opposed to selling two things separately? You must you be. Are it is a um a, we will put a link in the show notes that describes this phenomenon, but yes, um people will if you sell two different things if you sell a shampoo and conditioner separately for $10 each, so you buy them and there's $20 or you pay or you charge $18 for a bundle of a shampoo and conditioner, people will buy the bundle even if they were just going for a shampoo. That's a thing. Yeah. We're idiots. We are we're, such we're stupid idiots. I think it also comes down to like market segmentation. Cause I feel like if you're if you're a global manufacturing brand, you go, this is a country where I will only be able to sell these. Because that's a thing. Like there'll probably be lots of European countries where it's like you can only have a hybrid thing. Like there is no space for two things. So I think both can be true. Last matchup. Biggest aha. We've got cars that turn into boats. Hashtag Bobby boats, baby. Uh, Versus the TV VCR combo. What do you think? Uh, Which one are we starting with? Let's uh, let's uh, let's, you know, let's uh, choose chaos and start with the TV VCR combo. (gasps) Chaos. Everybody had one of these. Tell me a person that didn't have a TV VCR combo. I, I don't know, Bobby, maybe the LAUSD kids didn't. Uh. 
I want to say that I don't know if we ever had one of those. You did. It was like the thing and it had the handle on it. So it was the big like. You had a hand. It was like portable. Yes, it was like a 13 inch tube television with a VCR at the bottom and it had a handle on it and you'd like hook your hand in and then you could carry it with you uh, like a keg. So, or you're saying you never had one of these? Uh, (laughs) My parents would never let something uh, like that in our house. Because it was too gauche? Yes. Bobby, you never had one of these? Uh, I think it was like my dad had a little bit of like, uh, maybe I get it from him, a little bit of like uh, tech savviness, but maybe a little more bougie where he like had to have like the, like a dope TV and then a dope VCR. Like mm-hmm. um, they never wanted that hybrid thing. And I think for me, I don't think I ever had one because I just wanted to plug video games into a TV and didn't give a shit about <laughs> like tapes as much. Were you one of those households that had the two VCRs so that you could go to Blockbuster, get a VHS, and then copy it to another VHS? You know, I never did that. I had a friend growing up. I went to his house, and his living room was just wall-to-wall shelves with um, VHSs of of, <laughs> Dude, of those movies, are somewhere still. Those of are still movies, somewhere. Of movies that just were released on tape, you know, on VHS. So you could go rent them, but you couldn't buy them or whatever. And it was mm. all the latest shit. And that's exactly what they would do. They would do the VCR to VCR thing and they would just. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I that was. Yeah, that was awesome. I knew somebody in, in in school that I knew a friend down the street. Like they I don't know. I think it was their dad or something was like had this like compulsive need to record everything that was like happening on television. And he would go to their house and it was just like stacks of VHS tapes everywhere. Yeah, hmm. it's just it's um content hoarding. It's it's just like terabytes of Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And I mean it's for so preservation. Easy yeah. There's probably some shit you'd be like, holy shit, that's I would love to look at that. But that like that just seems like, man, what an endeavor like mm-hmm. to keep up with. Um, you guys want to hear the most VHS story that I swear I swear on my life actually happened. This is the most VHS thing to ever VHS. Tell us. Um, as a kid, I accidentally taped over my sister's prom video oh. with Quantum Leap. <laughs> I mean, at least it was Quantum Leap. <laughs> uh, we got we got VHS. We got high school prom video. We got Quantum Leap. Like, that's it, right? <laughs> You were a big fan of Quantum Leap. I don't even know. Like, was I? <laughs> uh, so cars that turn into boats, you guys ever actually seen one of these or do they only exist in Gilligan's Island? They may only exist in Gilligan's Island. They, they, they might be a military vehicle. All I know is that I, I don't want one because I think whenever I see cars ended up in water, it ain't good. It ain't good. It's nope. an all-terrain amphibious vehicle. That's true. Isn't there like tour boats, like tour, like the duck boat? Aren't those in New York, Sam? Yes. Yes. Half boat, half bus. New York City Duck Tour is a unique half boat, half bus amphibious vehicle offering New York City's first ever land and water visitor experience. Be prepared to be rocked and splashed through history. So there's a splash zone on the duck. Hmm. Duck boat. Bobby Duck Boat. Bobby Ducks. I think I'm going to I'm going to jump out and say that I think the TV VCR was a huge probably like a mega seller game changer for home electronics and cars that turned into boats probably not a great <laughs> I don't know not as impactful not as important I'm going to disagree with you I feel like a car that turns into a boat has a lot more like, yeah, maybe that's something that you think of when you're high or something, but also to actually like <laughs> do it is, is, is a, is a big like, aha, like it's a revelation to actually get that done. Whereas to do a TV VCR, it's like, these are two things that always go together and we're just going to take the TV and the VCR and we're going to put them in the same body. Like one piece of plastic, we're just going to make that piece of plastic bigger and put both in the same piece of plastic. But you're also like, I'm going to take the same piece of metal and put the same shit inside of a thing and water seal it. I don't know, because that seems to me 
that seems to me like more of World of Tomorrow kind of spirit mm-hmm. of the car that can then go into the water and then maybe can one day fly and can do all the things. Mm-hmm. Plus, I will say, fuck TV VCR combos because when your VCR breaks, yeah, mm-hmm. you have to take the TV in to get to get that shit fixed. You can't just take the VCR in. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when your car breaks down and it's a boat, <laughs> it ain't going nowhere and it weighs what a car weighs. Wait. Wait. That's a very good point. <laughs> yeah, I hope we got some oars, buddy, because, uh, yeah, it's up Periscope because <laughs> that thing's going down. I'm going cars that turn into boats. Yeah, I'm going cars that turn into boats. World of Tomorrow comes with cars and boats that can fly. Why pollute the air when you can also pollute the water? Mm-hmm. I would love to see a car that turns into a boat that turns into a helicopter. Cars that turn into boats takes it. That's round one. Hey, all you silver medalists out there. Thank you for listening to the second best show. While you're here, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review the show in the very app you're listening to us in. And if you're craving second helpings of the second best show, head over to thesecondbestshow.com to find so many more episodes and bonus content. Now back to the show. Round two. Round two. Round two. Biggest bang for Urbuck. We've got <laughs> the mule versus the Murphy bed. The bed, that's also a wall. <laughs> you can still hear his screams. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the bed that also hurls you through the wall into your neighbor's dinette. The mule versus... <laughs> The Murphy bed. Biggest bang for your buck. The biggest bang for your buck, meaning what? Uh, these two things are more than the sum of their parts. Ooh. You put these two things together, and they're not just uh, a TV and a VCR in the same piece of plastic. They are, uh, they're, they're more than that. They're Yeah, they, make, they may make your life better, or may make work more efficient, or help you save time, improve your life. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that being said, we got mule versus a Murphy bed, a living species <laughs> versus a bed in a wall. Uh, whose ears are softer? That's what I want to know. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, maybe there's a case. T- See, the, the hard part about Biggest Bang for Your Buck when you're talking about the mule is tough because they cannot reproduce. They're not making more mules. They're not making more mules. You got to purposefully make a mule. Yeah, I've got a mule for sale or a, this donkey here for sale. Mm-hmm. Why would I choose one over the other? I think Bobby's right. I think you pick it based off of uh, whose ears are fuzzier. Okay, that's scientific and fair. Um, yeah, you guys, between the three of us, whose ears are the softest? I want to say Bobby, and I don't know why. I think it's the hair. Mm. And Ori, you've already said you don't use conditioner, so it's not you. Does that make me gross? Like the way you just said that. No, but the, are you judging uh, me? No, I'm not. But conditioners specifically to make things softer. Yeah, but I use like body wash. Do you use conditioners on your ears? <laughs> no. Oh, but if your ears had hair, I guess you might use conditioners. Right. Yeah. If I had ponytails coming out of my ears, maybe. If you, if, if I was like from the under mountain and uh... <laughs> if we were like Teen Wolf, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So Bobby has mm-hmm. the softest ears because he's Teen Wolf. Got it. <laughs> All right. So a mule is helping you out. A Murphy bed is helping you out. Which one is giving you more bang for your buck? Okay. So so the benefits of the Murphy bed, right, is space. That's it, right? Mm-hmm. Purely purely space like, and yeah. to hide bodies. <laughs> right. Uh, mule is not only does it good give you comfort because it's adorable 
Um, it does manual labor for you. Yeah. It could pull a cart. It could pull a plow. It could, yeah, hold some saddlebags for you. It could You could ride kids on it. You have petting zoo. I feel like if I had to tend my land, I would for sure invest in a mule. That would be huge mm-hmm. for me. Um, Murphy bed to make more space for other things. Mm. You're missing. What am I missing? You're missing the the bed. <laughs> the bed is it's a piece of furniture that's spring loaded to go from horizontal to vertical. Yeah. Think of all that you could do. You could you could do yoga. You could uh, get out the model trains. Um, you could get out your DDR mat or that like um, Nintendo pad to run on. So 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 we're basing. So you, okay, we're basing this off of functional and all right. Are, is it time to vote? <laughs> time to vote. I'm going Murphy bed. What are you doing, Ori? I'm going mule all the way, baby. Bobby, be the tiebreaker. It's time to catch some Z's on your wall yes. bed. Choosing Murphy bed, baby. Murphy bed takes it. It's because you guys don't want hooves in your house. No, I want hooves in my house. I would have a, my house would look like a goddamn zoo, a menagerie if, if I had my way. Uh, back half of the second of the second round. What do we got? Uh, biggest bang for your buck, washer dryer versus cars that turn into boats. Are you guys wet yet? <laughs> well, I was wet and now I'm, I'm dry as a boat. Dry. <laughs> these, this is, this is, uh, this is a uh, funny, um, uh, serendipity. These are both things that get dry and wet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Washer dryer. I think uh, regardless of the efficacy of the machines, I think is a great value. You're taking two space value in space um, and money and costs and efficiency and whatnot. I think that is a um, kind of, yeah, that's a slam dunk right there. Like that's an incredible value. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Um, and as much as I really want a car that turns into a boat to take to go to the finals, there's just it's just a novelty. There's just nothing there but novelty. Well, you say that now, but when the when the glaciers melt, <laughs> <laughs> see, I was thinking like if you're if you're somewhere and you're getting chased by the locals, right? Like you went on a date with one of the with like the preacher's daughter, and they're like, "Oh, they're after us!" And like you're in the car and you're driving, you're driving, and they're like, "Oh, the, the the road it it ends and there's just a lake," and then you're like, "Don't worry about it." I've got a car that's also a boat. And then they're at the edge of the lake after you like you submerge and like you're in the lake, you know, waving at them and they're like, Oh, we'll get you. Yeah. So drown the, drown the patriarchy with a <laughs> car. that turns into a They're like, boat. get back here. And you're like, no, see ya. Cause you're in a car that also turns into a boat. You look at the button, the big button in your dashboard that looks just like a boat like a card but it's like a picture of a little yeah yeah Yeah. and you're just like this is what it was all for baby (laughs) (laughs) i've been waiting for this yeah and then you start taking on water (laughs) (laughs) uh (laughs) slowly submerging preacher's got a gun yeah (laughs) that's faster than your boat (laughs) (laughs) the pontiac kerboat granny red interior always with the granny red Yep. <laughs> so washer dryer is boring, but it's definitely, I don't know. Ori, what, what are your thoughts on this? Oh, I have so many. So many thoughts about this. The bang for your buck. Okay. I think the bang for your buck is, okay, let's just say it right now. To get one of those duck boat buses things or 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 a vehicle that can do what we've described. And the and the return you get on that investment mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. just stupid. That's it's stupid bad. <laughs> Unless you're running a <laughs> yeah, that's the, literally the only thing you can do with it, right? <laughs> now a car slash fan boat. Now now we're, we're talking, baby. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think uh, I mean I I think I can vote. I think this is pretty uh, pretty easy, pretty easy one. 
You're going washer dryer. I'm going washer dryer. As much as I would uh, like to go on Ori's ocean tour, I think I'm going washer dryer. It's washer dryer for me. So washer dryer takes it. That's round two. So that's the second round. I don't think I'm quite ready for the finals yet. Ori, do you have uh, do you have something that we could do before then? I was cooking something up for you guys. Oh yeah. I've got a little. Uh, you guys want to? You guys want to? You guys want to play a game? I do. Let's do it. I do. I do. All right, so we're gonna go real dumb with it today. Well, it's my favorite. Real dumb. You guys are familiar with birds. You've seen birds. I've seen birds in my day. Bobby is a, a noted birder. Bobby boats. <laughs> noted birder. Bo- Bobby birds. Bobby birds. Bob- Bobby birds. Bobby birds. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so hey, you know, I was thinking about it. Some birds have funny names. We all know the booby and right, right, right. the tit, right? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, come on, grow up. Yeah. Uh, Texas, they have uh, they have grackles. Grackles. Which is oh, great, that's a great, great word. Name. Fun to say. Grackles. And that's what they start. They're loud as shit. So today we're going to play a game that I like to call, Is It a Bird? Yes. I am going to... Uh, these are one of my, uh, Ori's favorites, true or false games where you guys will tell me, is it a bird? Is it not a bird? Is it, uh, a made up bird or not a bird? Uh, and this is uh, very straightforward. I'm into it. I, I, am into it. Yeah. And you can play along at home. The winner of this will get a bird named after them. <gasps> Ooh. I was like hoping I would get an actual bird, but well, yeah. So, okay, are you guys buckled in? Are you ready to, to sing? Are you ready to sing like a bird? Yeah, I'm uh, cluckled up. I've got my binoculars. I'm ready to go. Okay, here we go. Number one. Yeah, I'm, I'll keep score. Uh, number one, uh, the fluffy back tit babbler. That is a real bird uh, native to Maine. That's weird. Okay. I'm going to go real burb. Okay, you guys both get a point. This might not be that fun. Um, I I made that up. I've never heard that bird before in my life. Okay. 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 Um, Can you guys describe the fluffy back tit babbler to me? Uh, It sounds like uh, a a very small bird with like fluffy plumage that has a long, like a sort of a long beak uh, and like short ish legs. So I bright colored. Do you remember? Um, in our episodes about cryptids, we talked about Chicken Mike. <laughs> um, I feel like this is Chicken Mike the bird. I feel like he's got like a ploof of hair and he's just kind of like, he looks confused. He does have a ploof of hair. Uh-huh. He is not brightly colored. So, Bobby, that's incorrect. Um, he does not have a long beak. He does have a beak. So, uh, here's the next one. The go away bird. The go away bird. You know, I wish I knew how birds were named because that would help me. I could use that to influence whether like, okay, if there's like, you know, people name name like asteroids and stuff. So if there's like an asteroid named like Lisa, like, you know, oh, somebody named it for their girlfriend or something. But I don't know if somebody actually names a bird the go away bird. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say it's it's a real bird. Okay. Sam says yes. I'm going to go real bird. It seems too random to be fake, perhaps. Okay. Uh, you are both correct. Ooh. Do you Ooh. think it's a sexy bird? With a name like Go Away? I think it would have to be. I think it's a creepy bird. It's more on the creepy side. It's gray. It's all gray. Uh, it does have a little hair thing. It's got a cool mohawk that can kind of mm-hmm. go up or down, I guess, if it feels, if it feels good. If it goes up. Um, kind of looks like a dinosaur. Good for it. Good for mm. it. Good for it. Yeah. All right. Here we go. I bet you guys think the next one is going to be false, but it could be true. <laughs> the Dixicle. <sighs> I'm going false on this one. Okay. I'm going to go real burb. Yeah. Real burb. So Sam's correct. And um, it's actually, yeah, it's it's the Dixisol. Dix, it could be a Dixisol. Dixisol. Dix, 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 um, and uh, it's quite pretty. 
It's got a yellow, uh, it's got a yellow belly, uh, yellow chest. It kind of looks like a sparrow size, but like a very uh-huh. bright yellow chest with some yellow around its eyes. It's a pretty burb. Okay, here's another one. The Kringly Bingly. Kringly Bingly. A bird named by Frank Sinatra. Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Was you yeah. say Frank Sinatra? Yeah. Kringly, Kringly, Kringly Bingly. Bingly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Kringly Bingly sounds, uh, sounds like misdirection. I'm going to say that is not real. I'm going to go real burb. So it is not real. Damn it. I wish it was. I wish there was a bird out there called. And so the Kringly Bingly. I certainly can't see David Attenborough saying, you know. Yeah. Sam, this might be your first win, right? I know. I'm excited. Don't, don't, don't jinx it. Okay. Here's the next one. Tiny Sky Tyrant. Tiny Sky Tyrant? Yep. <sighs> Real. Real burb. Real because some birds are dicks. <laughs> yep. It is. It's true. Um, here's another one. The smart chat. The what now? Smart, smart chat. Smart chat. The internet connected chat. <laughs> the chat can, that can turn your lights on and off. We're on real burb. I'm going fake. I don't know why. You're feeling, you're feeling smart, Sam? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're right because the smart chat does not exist. Ooh. Oh, bummer. <sighs> Not Bobby Birds today. <laughs> okay, here's one of my favorite ones. Leisured Petunia Coats. That's a divorced bird. Widowed bird. Oh, uh, a widowed bird, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say real, real burb, real widowed burb. Yeah, I, I want nothing but nothing but the best for Petunia. Real burb. Ah, you both are wrong. Oh, womp womps. Yeah, all right. Last, last but not least, Studious Quiets. <laughs> Sorry. Broody Tudious, fresh and fruitious. <laughs> Studious Quiet Shank. <laughs> Studious Quiet Shank? Yeah. Studious Quiet Shank. I'm going fake burb because that sounds like a random bird name generator. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go fake bird also. Yeah. All right, you're both right. It was fake. <laughs> <laughs> While some other uh, highlights were the Tibetan sun dick. Inspired by the Himalayan snowcock, <laughs> uh, the the sad flycatcher, which is real. <laughs> I just stupid names: horn screamer, uh, <sighs> European shag. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> that's real. Noisy mm-hmm. pita, real. Pendulum tit, real. Sat, um, satanic nightjar, real. Um, all right, who won? Who's gonna get the, the, the bird named after them? Uh, the person that won is Salmon Slam Cohen. Soren Sam. Soren Sam. So, Sam, what would your bird be called? I would like to be the uh, what was it? The uh, studious, uh, <laughs> no, that's me, dude. The studious quiet shank, studious quiet shank, mustachioed flower piercer. <laughs> There was already a smart quiet shank in the union. I had to be studious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a fun game. Thank you. All right. Hope you guys liked it. Uh, so are we in the finals? Is the final round? Did we make it? Uh, Tales will be uh, written one day of this, uh, fellas. We've got washer dryer versus a Murphy bed. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like uh, the end. It sounds like something you could win on a game show oh yeah the show the worst i was just gonna say what is this a showcase showdown yeah uh there's no theme uh for the finals it's just uh straight up head to head uh of these two uh these two titans of industry uh (laughs) washer dryer or uh murphy bed um i have decided that i'm going to fight for murphy bed oh okay whoa (laughs) <laughs> okay is it because of mr murphy and his is he haunting you it's like culture guys uh, <laughs> and his untimely demise crushed by his own creation by his own hubris the body has yet to be found yeah it's in the walls <laughs> it's in the, yeah it's in the walls yeah it's, do you think he was buried in there like a sorry 
like a Murphy gray. <laughs> William Murphy when he's when he's like laid down to rest and like the priest says his final goodbyes, everybody's crying and everything. <laughs> Instead of lowering a casket, they like slowly go like forty five degrees, right? <laughs> and Murphy bed slowly co- closes up, and he goes from lying flat to lying straight straight to standing straight up. Bury <laughs> me straight up. <laughs> So, so that's Murphy bed. <laughs> that's Murphy bed. We love our, we like uh, friend of the show, Murphy bed. <laughs> um, so the washer and dryer, what can be said about washer and dryer? That hasn't already, <laughs> hasn't already been said. <laughs> um, it's an appliance. You have to pay money for it to repair it you need to repair it you need to repair it you need to call the appliance guy like do you need to repair a murphy bed i mean i guess maybe you need to switch out the springs call your murphy dealer (laughs) yeah but you're not like dealing with like hoses well and like sources of heat uh while you do it i feel like it's probably safer it is much although maybe it's like a garage door kind of thing where like there's a spring that could like you know Knock you out. Yeah. Or send you back in time if you get smushed in there. That's always a risk. I'm going to go out the gate. I'm saying washer dryer because I think coming down to the sleeping experience, the bed that is attached to that contraption, probably not a great mattress. Probably not a great sleep. (laughs) Um, You know, you probably got a spring uh, in your lower back. It hurts like a (laughs) bastard. Like you, I, I just, I also see, I foresee myself like taking the time to like make the bed nice and then you fold it up and all the shit falls off. And then you're like, get, you're trying to like close the goddamn thing and wedge it. But like half the, like uh, your like top sheet is like caught on the side and it won't close away. And you're like, fuck, and you're just like trying to tuck it back in. There, there's some logistical problems with the Murphy bed. Do they make a race car Murphy bed? <laughs> <laughs> That changes things. A bat, a Batmobile Murphy bed. Yeah. <laughs> it crushed my child. <laughs> One star. Uh, so I it's am. A hybrid. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna play with it. I'm gonna dance with. It's a hybrid. Yeah. Uh, sorry. I just. <laughs> I, I thought it was right. <laughs> you write your own. <laughs> Well, everyone cruises past it like a car that turns into a boat. <laughs> Man, fuck it. I want it to be the goddamn Murphy bed, but it's not. It's going to be the goddamn washer no. and fucking dryer. Because no, that's it's the- Murphy bed. I'm oh. I'm going for Murphy bed. Okay, but think about this. You don't have to take all this wet shit and then move it into something else. Do more dials and buttons and hit, hit the, hit a, you know, like. It just yeah. goes to the next cycle. Finish the wash, goes right to dry. It plays a delightful little song. You dance with your partner. <laughs> see, no. Washer and dryer. <laughs> <sighs> I think the second the second best two in one. Oh, it hurt. Oh, God damn it. It's washer dryer. It's washer dryer. So you're going washer dryer. I'm going Murphy bed. Bobby, break the tie. It's washer dryer, baby. Washer dryer is your official second best two in one product. Uh, what are your uh, what are your lockouts? You guys got lockouts? I have a lockout. Uh, it is the Chevy El Camino, the uh, car slash truck hybrid vehicle. Um, you've probably seen a thousand of them. Um, and you had one of these. I had one of these. This was my first car. That was given to me by my grandfather who kept it in immaculate condition. And I fucking loved that thing. Um, And I wish I still had it. Unfortunately, it got totaled. But that was a great car. um, Fun to do stuff in. Go camping in. Throw friends in the back of when, you know. (laughs) Yeah, that was a... I still wish they made these because they're fun, weird Mm -hmm. cars. Did you ever have to like help anybody move? Thankfully, no. It got totaled before I had to do that. At least I didn't have to put him through that. Ori, what was your lockout? 
Yeah, so my lockout is those uh, little like clippers, those nail clippers that also have the file because they're two yeah. in one, right? You can you can clip your shit, uh, file your mm-hmm. shit, and look super super snazzy. Um, yeah, and uh, they make our feet look nice. Um, so if you already have beautiful feet, like Bobby, uh, it mm-hmm. makes them look even nicer. Uh, if you have troll feet, <laughs> like me. Um, <laughs> then they make them look less trolly. And Sam, I can't, I can't speak for your feet. I, I'm sure they're beautiful as well. All of our feet, all feet are beautiful. I don't have feet. You don't have feet. You have hooves. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my lockout is the alarm clock radio. It's classic. It's a clock. It's an alarm, and it's a radio. Wait, are those are those three things? That's a good one. No, the alarm is part of the clock. Hang on. Are you going to pull a numbers card on me here? I'll, uh, nope, I'll let it pass. I'll let it pass. I get, yeah, that's more of a clock function. I get, yeah. yeah. Does it play uh, Sunny and Cher every morning? Wait, wait, wait. But not well, every I'll say clock. that, okay, because, right. Yes, this is a square and a rectangle situation because you can have a clock that doesn't have an alarm, but you cannot have an alarm that is not also a clock. True. Real facts. Real facts. Real facts. Uh, so that is the one function, and the other function is a radio. Dig it. So now, guys, it's time to end the show. Like all shows, this show must come to an end, and we wait to rise from our two-in-one coffin Murphy beds <laughs> and um, and start anew. I wonder what next week's topic will be. But in the meantime, you could listen to more episodes. Tell them where, Sam. Uh, you can get more episodes at thesecondbestshow.com. While you're there, uh, tap the microphone, leave us a voicemail, let us know what your favorite two-in-one product is, and we will see you in two weeks. Adios. Bye. Yeah, it's it's like if you took like a sandwich and you're like, what if I made French toast with this sandwich? <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm gonna take this sandwich yeah. and dip it in egg batter and then fry it. Oh, yeah. okay, I'm fucking brilliant, and they're delicious. And they're like, why stop there? It's like a uh, you know, let's put some jam on it. Let's put some powdered yeah. sugar on it. It's now a, a sandwich beignet.